0: don't go
1: asking questions that
2: you don't want to it you okay so this week's episode is on something that I feel like we can all relate to which is you never know what other people have going on and it ties back to that old cliche you can't judge a book by its cover but you can't judge somebody's life by how it looks from the outside, because you really never know. And if somebody's going through something really difficult, the chances of them opening up to every single person that they see about it is very rare and honestly just impossible. Like I'm a very open person. That's why my album's called Open Book. And I write about all of these things that are very, um, you know, very personal to me and a lot of the difficult things I've gone through. But it's still, there's so much Like that really only scratches the surface of the things that I deal with. And I have had a really crazy past few weeks dealing with some um, family stuff. And it's just it's hard because like, okay so like you have somebody who isn't responsive or they have to call out of work or um, they just they do something to, quote unquote, let you down. And they're like, oh, you know, I just had some family drama. And it's so easy to assume, like, okay, like, we all have family drama. But when somebody says something like that, like, it could be huge, you know? I mean, I know people who've said something like that when they found out that their mom had cancer because they just don't want to get into it. And also, you don't really owe anybody an explanation when it comes to something like that. And it just got me thinking about all the times in my life that I've been presenting as... I was living a life that was not anywhere close to what was actually going on. And there's this person I follow on Instagram named Mick Zazon. And she's so great. She's very, like, um, body positivity focused. She's in recovery from an eating disorder and just posts these very, like, real raw things. And it's so important to see people without filters because I find myself these days, like, seeing filters and being like, for, like, the first time in my life being like, should I, like, do something to my face? Like, should I should I get something fixed? And it's, like, because I'm seeing people with not real faces. <laughs> and then you see them in person, and you're like, wow, that is not what you look like. <laughs> and that's, like, a microcosm for this greater issue. But um, Mick posted a thing, uh, like, a reel that was, like, what was happening when these photos were taken? And it was, like, the story behind these photos. And one of them was, like a picture of her looking super happy on a boat and, like, in a bathing suit. And it was like, I hadn't eaten for three days and I um, photoshopped the shit out of this, like, face the shit out of it. And you just don't realize that that's happening because it's like, I mean, I know that we all know this about Instagram. I know that we know that it's people's highlight reel, but you just, you just, the more you think about it, the more layers, the more, like, just insane it gets to like the extent that of which we do that. And so I was looking back at some of my old Instagram posts and I was like thinking about the story behind them and the things that were going on and it just doesn't line up to what I'm posting on Instagram. And also like, I don't know what the solution is in that sense. Cause it's like, do you post something on Instagram And be like, I'm having the worst time ever. Here's all this stuff that's going on with me. Like, it's not really anybody's business. So I think that the solution isn't so much like, it's not so much to, like, be completely transparent, but it's to understand that everybody else isn't going to be completely transparent and that's okay. And to just treat people with, you know, compassion So I'm going to share some specific examples when we come back about times that this has happened to me and tell the story behind some of my Instagram posts.
3: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky high rates. So don't hesitate.
1: at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Okay, we are back, and I've told this story before on the podcast because it just feels like such a like great example of this, the, you know, you never know what people have going on phenomenon. But um, there was a time, like right after my sister passed away, and I was going to Ulta because I had to return something, and... I was just, like, zo- I was a zombie. Like, I was not functioning. It was, like, the first time I think I'd, like, honestly, like, got, like, put on pants in days. Like, I'd just been, like, in a robe crying and, like, not eating and, like, not in, like, an eating disorder way, but, like, in a, um, just, like, forgetting that I had bodily needs, you know? Like, not showering, like, just worst, worst, like, just completely let myself go. And... I had to go to Ulta, and so I remember, like, just being in a daze and just not, like, just being so foggy and out of it, and I walked to the door, and somebody held the door for me, and I didn't notice, and they were like, um, you're supposed to say thank you, and I just looked at them, and I was like, oh, my God, I could just, like, because what, you know, like, I could unload on them right then, and I could be like, okay, well, you know three st- Days ago, my sister just died and left two children orphaned. And now I'm stressed because I think I'm going to have to take them in one day. And I'm absolutely unraveling. And the funeral's in two days. And I'm flying out tomorrow. So, like, but I'm not going to say all that. It's not the fucking person's business. But they chose to, like, react. You just don't know. Someone cuts you off in traffic. Maybe they're, like, on their way to the hospital and, like, or they're, like, running late to something really, really important and you just, like, it's just not worth it to assume that everything is a personal front because so much, so often it has so much less to do with you and more to do with what's going on in that person's life and especially if it's somebody you don't know very well. It's, like, if someone isn't responding to your text messages, this is my biggest pet peeve, is when, like, people are, like, very quick to get upset with someone for not responding. Cause like if I don't respond to text messages, which I know I'm bad at it, but like I'm constantly overwhelmed. And that is the first thing to fall to the wayside is responding. Cause I just like get really anxious looking at my phone and in order to function in like real life, which at the end of the day is what matters. I need to like put my phone down or like if I have it, put it on, do not disturb and play a crossword puzzle. Like that's, I'm not, I'm actually not on my phone 24 seven. So when people are like, you can respond, you're on your phone. I'm like, I'm not, I'm literally not, I, I hate, <laughs> I hate being on my phone unless I'm doing a like wordle or <laughs> crossword. <laughs> like I love reading books, like physical books. Like I don't like eBooks that much because I have to look at a screen to do it. So like, if I want to unwind, I'm reading a physical book. Like I don't want to look at a screen if I don't have to. And so like, that was just, I mean, it gave me a wake up call cause I was irritated at that person obviously, but the real, The real lesson there to me was like, oh my God, if somebody's ever rude to me and like doesn't wave back or, you know, doesn't hold the door or whatever, like they could be having the worst day of their life. You just literally never know. And so I, in um, the spirit of what Mick Sazon did, I wanted to go through some of my old Instagrams and like talk about what was going on. So there's this one that I posted on May 18th, 2018. And I had just gotten to play the Ryman. Um, it was it was the first time I ever played the Ryman. It was for Opry Country Classics. So I covered like two old school country songs. I did um, It Wasn't God Who Made Honky Tonk Angels and I did uh, Ode to Billy Joe. It was so fun. And it was like absolutely magical. And I loved my outfit. I was wearing these holographic go-go boots and I looked like really 60s. And I you know, post a caption about how I was like so happy and like felt so loved. And it was like the best sound I'd ever felt like or heard on stage. And all that was true. But also I just (laughs) broken up with my boyfriend of six years and had like three days before, you know, had him get physical and like shake me up against a bathtub and after cheating on me and I'm like absolutely unraveling and I found this bright spot in the middle of everything. But they also like, when you're looking at that picture, you can't see that my best friend at the time got angry at me for saying yes to playing the Ryman because I was missing out on her birthday dinner and like was pissed at me. And so I'm like trying to balance all of that. And I'm like watching this friendship kind of deteriorate. And I'm watching this like relationship deteriorate and feeling all this pressure, but I just post something in my cute outfit talking about how much I love playing the ramen, And you just don't fucking know. Right. And there's like so many more examples of this. I mean, I definitely feel like the breakup was a big part of that. Um, I mean, there's like, there's been times that I've posted something on Instagram. Like I played this, um, the first time I ever posted my song Lullaby was September 12th, 2018. And I, was feeling so low. Like, that was probably the worst point of that breakup for me. I think it had, like, sunk in at that point. And I was just at home crying in front of my piano, which was one of my former favorite activities. <laughs> Still happens every once in a while. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, a really, really, really bad time. Oh, and then also, I feel like a lot of drama happens around the Ryman. But there was <laughs> – the, the next time I played the Ryman was in December. And – this one, I suppose I was a little honest, but it was like December 16th, 2018. And I said, life is a lot of things. Messy, magic, overwhelming, but mostly it's beautiful. And the messy part I was referring to was the fact that the night that I played the Ryman and was celebrating, was wearing my very special red bell-bottom satin pants. I went out to a bar with my friend, ran into my ex-boyfriend for the, like one of the first times since we broke up and went home with him and had like a horrible evening where we just... Like, it was, I mean, we hooked up, but it was just, like, clearly me hurting myself on purpose by doing that. There was nothing, like, truly intimate about it. It was, like, me going over there so I could, like, have someone treat me as shitty as I felt like I deserved to be treated at that point. But, you know, just post a cute picture in front of the Ryman. (laughs) God, the Ryman was, like, a dramatic time. Um, And then... I mean, I was pretty publicly open when my sister passed away, but the week that someone dies isn't when you feel the worst about it. You're honestly still processing. So you just like, I mean, the biggest example of that, though, was when I shot the Awake Pop Mix music video. That was two days after my sister had died. And I had to like be in a music video. So I really, really had to turn on the like, I'm fake happy for this music video thing. And you just don't, you don't see that. You don't see the fact that I was like crying in my car for two hours before we shot and had to retouch my makeup and was reading tabloid articles about her dying while I'm on the music video shoot. It was like the most surreal thing ever. And you just, you just don't freaking know. And then, um, well, another, another big one was on my birthday in uh, 2018 or 2019, sorry, my birthday in 2019. I turned 25 and, um, the night, you know, I'm posting about my sex in the city theme birthday party and how fun it was and had such a blast. And the truth of it was I had, yeah, I post. thanks for all the birthday wishes guys. It was probably the best birthday party I've ever had. Um, we put on our Carrie Bradshaw best, drank too many Cosmos and I got Iced in one of my presents, like a smirnoth of ice. So thankful to my friends for always being willing to dress up for a theme party, take too many tequila shots, and also volunteer to hold up their flashlights so we can get the perfect rooftop photo. Thankful, happy, and maybe still a bit hungover. That was July 15th, 2019. And July 12th, 2019, I posted a video of me and Candy backstage at the Opry when I'd gone to their Opry debut and just how proud I was of them. And literally the day before that, on my actual birthday, like I'd been sexually assaulted. And <laughs> like you, you don't see that on Instagram. And that was like one of the worst mental places I've ever been in because so much of it was outside of my mind and it was just like my body reacting. Like when I drove to the opera that night to go see Candy, I blacked out on the highway and like just woke up like ten minutes later and was like at the Opry and it was the scariest thing ever because I had no memory of how I got there. I hadn't drank anything. It was just, like, a full, like, I just think that that's what people who haven't been assaulted don't understand is so much of your reaction is out of your control because it's not mental. It's physical, and it's, like, you feel this residual, like, I have no control of my body. People can do anything they want to it at any time. Like, there's no privacy. I'm not even at home in my own body. It's been, you know, I feel violated. There's been an intruder. All of that, and you don't see it on Instagram. You just...
3: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
0: The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See Home
1: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
2: So the past few weeks, I've been dealing with some (laughs) I've been dealing with some family drama and I'm only going to get into a little bit because I just don't feel like word vomiting all of my, not even that it's my business, it's other people's business too, but I've been, um, trying to take care of my niece and nephew from afar, the ones who, um, are my sister's kids, um, who passed away. And, deal with some very major life decisions for them, uh, that I think that their caregiver is making the wrong ones. And just, there was like one morning that there were like several mornings where I was on the phone with like different, um, like school system stuff and whatever, like just a lot of administrative things and I was on the phone with those people for like three to four hours every morning for like a week straight and it's an eastern time so I had to get up like really early because like 8 a.m my time is still like I mean it's already like school lunch time there so I'm dealing with all that and having a crisis and you know um realizing that the day is just getting closer and closer where like I'm going to have to take them in and ultimately like my my dad is 73 and these kids are 8 and 13 and I'm the only person in my family who can take care of them and the fact that I'm that person and I'm the youngest is so stressful and so I'm dealing with all this and like, you know, I have like people bothering me about like just things that don't matter. And, and little little things and then getting annoyed that I'm not excited enough about something that they told me about. And I'm like, I just like, I, I love you so much. Like, I'm not being mean and I feel like that's the best I can do right now. Like, I'm not I'm not being rude. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just like maybe not reacting like a truly ecstatic happy person because I'm not a truly ecstatic happy person. And just the pressure that people can put on you and, and also not ask you how you are. That's very hard when you have friends like that. Um I find that I'm that kind of friend, but I also try to not, I, I don't put my stuff on people without asking them how they are and also asking them if they're in a place to handle it. So it's like when you have a friend who always needs you, but they're not there when you need them, like that's the problem. I don't mind when people don't ask me how I'm doing. It's when they expect me to always ask them how they're doing. It's just double standards. Like, I have plenty of friends that I don't talk to all the time but then when we're together it's really really special and like I love those friendships. They're they're like high loyalty but low maintenance and I think as you get older that's a really important kind of friend cuz like you just you just hang out with your friends less the older you get. I mean I still am like very social and I have roommates and stuff so I see my friends a lot but definitely less than I did when I was 22 and I was like seeing my friends every single day. And it's um that's really hard too. And I just, I'm like, if somebody's a really close friend and they don't understand that they might not know everything that's going on in your life, especially cause they're not asking like that. That is not a fun feeling. So all of that being said, be gentle with people. You really, really, really don't know the happiest person on the planet could have been having, you know, suicidal thoughts the night before you literally never, ever, ever know. So Be nice to people. Give them hugs. Tell the people you love that you love them. And we'll be back next week. I'm Kaylee Shore and this is Too Much to Say.
0: But don't go.